test, test, one, two. Say test, test, one. Test, test, one, two. Yeah, okay. And now I'm doing clap. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Sounds good. What's going on? I'm Vince Mancini, and you're listening to the Film Drunk Frogcast, coming at you live from the Frock Quarters in L.A. It's going to be a good old school frot. We got uh, some of the old crew back on, sitting across from me. We got Allison Stevenson. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi, hi. You got a very, you're going with like a British look these days, I think. You think? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like art, art, British art school. British art school? Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and joining us, uh, Brendan, the future NFL Hall of Famer. I forgot your intro already. See how fast things go? <laughs> that's, all right, that's what we're going, for, going with. And the irregular regular, Mr. Matt Lieb. Yo, what up? Put your C in my B H. Cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Cool. I, I, I like, yeah, I like how you uh, sanitized your sanitized your but, usual intro. How do I put well, a clit I in a butthole? Like hole. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a family home right now, and uh-huh. I don't want to uh, I don't want to like straight up say what the words C and B H stand for, but sure. I think we can we can parse it. <laughs> yeah, know? we can parse it. I like you know what do you art, what do you think C stands for? What do you think C stands for though? Charleston. Nope. <laughs> Allison? I said clit. Ooh, that's good, but it wasn't that. Put your yeah. Charleston in my bonnie hop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just no, knocking these together back there. Oh, um, I wanted to give uh, Matt, I wanted to award you the riff of the week from last week. Uh, oh, yeah. If you want to donate, uh, patreon.com slash broadcast, and you will hear lots more. Uh, amazing riffing uh, like Matt, so much riff like matt doing a slam poem uh an eminem style slam poem uh like this hot hot coffee, coffee pot, pot. <laughs> should i drop it on donald trump probably not probably not <laughs> that was like the weakest that's the thing about donald trump take a dump go rumpy rump <laughs> <laughs> fuck the president i'm the resident Never been someone who wasn't present, bitch. Kofefi mofefi. <laughs> Banana fana fofefi. He's rooting, tooting, loving Putin. And it makes me want go shooting. Fuck that fool. High gluten, fructose, corn, stupid. I'm never stupid. Some the fuck never been too drooping. <laughs> and then all the black guys are like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really, uh, what you a really killed was. me with high, high, high gluten, fructose, <laughs> corn, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> never never been too droopid. I, I like when I can't think of a rhyme, so I make up a word. That's when I know yeah. I'm really crushing it as a riffer. You know, you do you use a word that don't mean nothing, like droopid. Exactly. And, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden... There's a hashtag, uh, hashtag Droopid, and then I've created a word, Oxford English Dictionary gets involved, and they're like, you know what? Droopid is a big deal. And then and then all of a sudden, you are you know, you know, mean something to the world. Right, yeah. When you die, people might pay attention, like uh, that one dude who died recently. That who, one guy. Who, which one? Ma- was Mac Miller, is that his name? Oh, yeah, Mac oh, Miller yeah. died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what him, did, but people I didn't know had I heard respect. of him. I kn- 
Ariana Grande's ex-boyfriend. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. Matt and I were just listening mm. to Mac Mall, but not Mac Miller. Yeah, Mac Mall oh. way better than Mac Miller. So is that Although, good, is that good for Pete Davidson when your ex is uh, ex or when your when your wife's ex dies? Is that good? I mean, it's always pre- preferable. It's not you bad. Want, you always want your wife's ex lovers to die. Um, and it's, it's even you probably even more so when there's someone who probably should be with his current wife than him because it, it, it doesn't totally make sense. No, their what relationship. do you say that for? What I think you know, it, there's something Just about they Ariana both do Grande. Music? What? Yeah, because they both do music. They both kind of have this like young Disney type flair, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like Pete Davidson. Uh, you know, he's, I don't know. To me, it's like there's something about dating comedians that the, a lot of these. You <laughs> it's know, disgusting. R- yeah, really. Yeah, never. these really talented people will date comedians. Like you know, when I found out that Joanna Newsom was married to freaking what's his name. Um, Dude, what about uh, uh, fucking Colin Andy Jost? Oh, is Colin Scar- Jost married Scarlett to? Johansson. What? Get out of town. That's is disgusting. That- it yeah. literally makes you just gag. Like, like uh. was she dating him because he's a comedian or because he's rich? I mean, but she's rich. She's rich, yeah. Because he's a comedian, but he's like, you know, he the bland, he's like the bland, rich kind. Ugh. Do, are, do you get rich from Saturday Night Live, though? No, I think he was. He's like comes from like money. I think because okay, he's got like a, 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 he was born in a sweater vest. Oh, we were it. talking about this, uh, Matt, but like uh, Nick Kroll, his dad is like an actual billionaire. And like right, no yeah. one, no mm-hmm. one really talks about it because Nick Kroll's like actually talented. Whereas like, like people like Colin Jones, like every time you bring him up, they're like, "Oh, he's rich, right?" No, right. people talk yeah. about Nick yeah. Kroll too. I I had a big anti Kroll type, you know. I I, I was I was kind of mad that Kroll was was so uh, so rich and 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 famous <laughs> and whatnot. I'm mad Some Jew jealousy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I get that. It's jealousy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm on that same tip. Yeah, See, uh, you know what? How how come our Jewish relatives never did anything with their goddamn, you know, their genius and, and their cleverness? They didn't do nothing. Do you want to hear something fucked up? Yes, this is really shitty of me. Every time, like a friend of mine posts about like a relative dying, yeah. like, a, like a close one, you know, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, they probably just came into so much fucking money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, not yeah. in my family. Yeah, I mean, probably. God forbid, not in mine either, but damn. If my dad dies, I'm going to have to like take up the lease on his mobile home. <laughs> I'm going to start a GoFundMe to like pay <laughs> yeah. for his casket. Yeah. Uh, sorry, his uh, Winnebago is not paid off. Uh, you're going to you're have to finish that off. <laughs> that reminds me though. So like, let's say my parents die and they leave the house. Mm-hmm. If the house is not paid for, what happens? You would probably inherit the mortgage. So I would have to pay rent on the house. Or You'd pay the mortgage on the house and taxes. Right. So I'd have but to you'd sell have the a house. house. Yeah. Well, yeah. You'd probably have to sell the house depending on what well, it depends on the situation. You also, you hear about similar situations to this because um, every once in a while, like I, I notice this happens in the Bay Area a lot. I assume it happens elsewhere where there's like a raffle to like win a house. Yeah. But like you win like a $3 million house in like a super ritzy neighborhood Marin. It's right. Like you can't afford. Your taxes are going to be like a hundred grand a year. Oh like, my God. Yeah, yeah. But you just get some schmuck to rent it. Yeah. Air- Airbnb that shit. Yeah. You could. Win a house? Yeah. Can you Airbnb a house? Is that is that legal? I thought that's like <laughs> running a hotel. It depends. 
there's areas, certain areas are zoned for it, and some are not. It's a, I wouldn't want to find an area B and B. Uh huh. I, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't. First of all, great joke. Second of all, I wouldn't want to Airbnb uh, my my family home. You know, because I I don't I just don't want. I just don't want. You don't people. want people invading your space. So my question yeah. is, like, if you have one of those nanny cams, can you have that in your Airbnb? Because I like, thought about this exact you're thing. Like, you want to have the the nanny? I mean, you might have that just for yourself. I know people right. who have that, like, when they have you know their dog walkers are coming in and stuff. But if people right. are actually staying in your Airbnb, maybe like can you, you have use to it? tell them. Yeah. Like maybe just I, in the living room you or something. Put one of those like bodega signs that says, yeah. "Smile, you're on you're camera." On camera. <laughs> Dude, that's so crazy though. Because like, you put the letters you real should, small, like right you're on the probably headboard. you're legally allowed to tape, you know, inside of your own home. And should people rent it out and have sex in it, you're legally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. allowed to watch that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're allowed yeah. to stream that on yeah. the it's, internet. You're right. On as an American citizen on voyeurfuckhouse.com. <laughs> dot com voyeur fuckhouse <laughs> yeah. how many horny dudes are gonna try and come, like remember how to spell voyeur uh, yeah. That in. yeah that's a real obstacle two years how come dot com isn't a thing <laughs> dot, yeah dot com really it, as soon as they started making like dot tvs and dot biz yeah i was like matter of time before dot com yeah. is a thing <laughs> oh question how Answer. do you spell how do you spell come like the the jizz kind c-u-m c-u-m Really? Absolutely. How do you spell it? Honestly, I go C-O-M-E. I mean, you can do it that way, but when you really want people to know that you're talking about the actual... But it's context. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but some things some things are super, you know, like some things are super nebulous and ambiguous. Like, come, my lady, come, come, my lady, you're my <laughs> butterfly, sugar, baby. Come, my lady, you're my pretty baby, I want to put it in ya. No, it's oh, a to get to get you to your mama. I'll make you go crazy. I want to get to get to give you to the... All the songs about or fucking from the 90s. Right now, over oh, me, story about... That's a segue. Well, story yeah, about, good segue. That oh, was a great segue. McCartney talking about jerking off with uh, Johnny Lennon. That uh, which is Johnny isn't, Lennon. Yeah, we're on a oh, uh, little Johnny Lennon. <laughs> little Johnny Lennon. <laughs> uh, little Johnny Lennon always taking his wee wee out and having a good cum fest. <laughs> having a wank. Have oh, just having a wank. Having with a best wank. Friends, no big deal. With my Ooh, we're out of rhythm. Let's bring in Ringo. Uh, let's yeah, uh, Pete Best. You can't wank with us anymore. You're not good at keeping tempo. You've got too much front beat, not enough back beat. We need more back beat, and we need to keep beating until we. Explode. <laughs> and thinking about Winston Churchill. <laughs> it's a regular octopus's garden in here. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. That gotta is go. a great Ringo impression. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Masturbate. They they circle jerked. Yeah. Well, they said the lights were off and they're in the same room. Well, I also feel like circle jerk implies the, the like the sport with like the object, not sport, but like no, yeah, the, the game with the objective. Whereas they, I think they all just kind of decided they were going to do it. The, to me, that's what I think it is, though, because the sport part of it is never that always seemed outlandish to me. The idea I, I that was, people would yeah like choose the, cookie cookie to thing. like yeah 
Why would you do that? But then yeah, it's like not gay, right? Yeah, you're like, oh, you can't even come as fast as I can in front of me, fag. That's what, <laughs> yeah. even even when I was like 12 years old, <laughs> even when I was like 12 years old, the first time I heard that, I'm like, that makes no sense. Yeah, no, right. Why would anyone do that and what does it prove? Yeah, yeah. and who would choose to be a part yeah. of this game in any way that yeah. is, I, I mean. Well, if it I, proves that you're the I totally won. I nutted, yeah, I nutted so fast in front of all these other dudes who were beating off. Yeah, like, yeah you're, it's, you're the it's number weird. one comer. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly, if you come the fastest, you win. It makes no sense to me. However, circle jerks that told those do happen naturally in nature. Sure, that's just where you jerk off peacefully together, like in a circle. Yeah, this happened to me in middle school. Like Mm. just like a bunch of bonobos. (laughs) Yeah, it did. It still sounds so violent, though. Like, why Mm. has got to be like a circle jerk? Yeah. Well, it's the word jerk that's throwing you off. Well, it's the word circle too. It's kind of like a circle pit, but with jerking off. Well, circle just implies. I mean, people do ring around the rosy in circles. Circles are very peaceful. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. You're anti. You're listening to Black Flag and beating up. You're listening to Circle Jerks. You're, you're circle listening jerk. to Circle Jerks. And you're in the circle pit and you're literally circle jerking. I mean, that is a good point. Circle is the most peaceful shape. Wait, That's what so, I think. So you circle jerked. In middle yeah. School? So what happened was it was me, Ricky, and Jordan. Mm-hmm. I think there was another guy. And uh, I'm not given last names. Uh, <laughs> For some but, reason, I just assume every circle jerk involves a guy named Ricky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Ricky. Uh, Ricky was black. Jordan okay, was right. Israeli. Oh, nice some oh, no, diversity <laughs> in yeah, this circle yeah. jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like yeah, yeah. This. It, it was it was a very beautiful and then we had a, a third palestinian who's there no that, that was um, <laughs> and uh yeah no what well because uh, one of them was like pretending like like masturbating was like not cool it's like it was around the time where people were like you know you're like in sixth grade i would never do that that's for losers yeah i would never do that <laughs> that's only for losers who can't get a chick yeah that's yeah because you can't fuck. and you're in sixth grade yeah you're in sixth grade you're like everyone's fucked once you ask them like yeah i had sex once no big deal um and uh at this point in my life my dad had taught me that masturbation was was very healthy and that uh it cured cancer mm. or well, not that it cured cancer it that it, it it's uh, lowered your chance of getting like pr- uh, prostate cancer or something so it's like oh no masturbation's good it's healthy it's good for you it's and true. so wow. and chill dad. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah no very chill when it came to that everything else sucked but uh he's he's a good man when it comes to uh, beating his meat um and yeah I, uh, one like we we were sitting around in a circle we were in the like on the football field and all of a sudden uh one of them started talking about like you know uh pretending that they had had sex and we all pretended that we had had sex and we we're all describing we basically it was like three dudes who were all talking about touching a tit that's like a bag of sand mm-hmm. we were all uh just making shit up and then one guy got horny, started, you know, touching himself, and then the other guy, and then the other guy, and all of a sudden, all three of us were just stroking it. Now, I don't remember if any of us came. What were your eyes doing? Yeah. We were looking at like a, it was like a, a we, there's this magazine, this porn magazine, uh, it's called LA Express with an X, uh-huh. and, mm-hmm. and uh, one had kind of like. Because LA, that's it, the sex place. 
Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it was like, it's mostly like ads for prostitutes and stuff like that. But it's got like all these like half naked women on it. And, you know, they, they got stars where the nipples should be. And uh, oh. we were all looking at that. But occasionally we would all look up at each other just to see how we were doing, you know, uh, just check check in on each other. So circle jerks are natural and, and wonderful. And I think uh, spiritual and, and, and just fine. I do I remember love- one time we found a penthouse in like, you know, fifth or sixth grade. And then we yeah. like we like peed on it. <laughs> what? Yeah, we didn't circle joke, but we like. That's weird, man. We what the fuck it. are you? Why did you why. do that? I don't know. I don't remember. I felt it seemed like it was vaguely sexual, but not really. <laughs> it seems vaguely misogynist. Yeah. <laughs> How many of you were there? Uh, I don't like three. Okay, three. so that's like a piss triangle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like a. It was like a. A piss party, kind of. Piss party. <laughs> That's such a strange impulse to where you guys were like, yeah. "Fuck this!" Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I don't you know decided why. to desecrate it. You know, there was at least one guy who was like, "Oh, I was gonna take that home." <laughs> yeah. And you're like, like "No, you can't." No, I think we. I mean, we found it like outside somewhere, so it was already like degraded somewhat. Yeah, uh, even so, had, though. But still, it was titties, so you couldn't really like take it in your house. But listen, you could take it in your house. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I also remember uh, when we, it was like sophomore year of high school, like at an age where everybody jerked off, but no one had admitted it yet. Mm-hmm. This was like before, like just before sophomore Love Line's, year in high school. Yeah. Just before Love Line and just before uh, Howard Stern oh. had hit our town, like maybe like freshman or sophomore year. And someone asked my friend Matt uh, if he jerked off and he was drinking a Sprite at the time and he, he was drinking it and he actually spit it out and he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe some of it was Loveline too. Uh, we had just gotten the TVs taken out of the house. So I had no like entertainment and, but I still had a radio and I started listening to Loveline. So maybe some Dude, of it was the Adam, Adam Carolla. Carolla Loveline just, just, was- it, it very influential yeah. sex god adam Carolla. yeah he just he he yeah. normalized masturbation and so when other people were like you know oh that's weird i would never do that i was like what the fuck is wrong with you it's the best yeah. you don't need anyone around you don't have to like try hard you can just do it wherever you want whenever you want there are no rules wow. it's you and your yeah. body you know, i thought i invented showerhead masturbation Oh yeah! I didn't know anybody that was doing that. Talk about uh, masturbating. I didn't talk about masturbating until like college. Yeah. Oh damn! It was. I literally thought I was a genius who invented this on my Mm -hmm. own, but I was like, obviously, I can't tell anyone. Yeah. Because then they'll know. And I really thought for from the ages of like twelve to seventeen, I thought I was a fucking genius. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just like no one thought of this genius. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I fucking hacked the code. I don't even know what vibrators were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just straight up like, <laughs> I figured I got a cheat code right here. Yeah. On how to get yeah. off. Um, so, well, I'm going to use this as a segue. Mm-hmm. Speaking of jerking off, uh, uh-huh. Mark Wahlberg, famous non-masturbator. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know if he's like a proud boy, but the fact that he doesn't jerk off anymore and tells and like proselytizes about it. Uh, it wait, makes wait, me wait. feel like, well, I had makes no me idea feel like he's, he's proud boy adjacent. 
That's crazy. He says he doesn't jerk off and yeah. he's proud of this. Yeah, he does. Like he said, he stopped doing it. You should be it. ashamed of this. Yeah. It's so, one of those things to me. There's more shame in not doing it because that says to me that you are completely uncomfortable with your own mortality. And it, it just, to me, it's just like, oh, you know, uh, my body is so special. You know, my body is a, is a temple. That's, to me, that's shameful. Disgusting. He doesn't <laughs> masturbate. Oh, he, <laughs> it's just that Bishop. It's ridiculous to me. Look at him, not joke off. If your body's a temple, you need to keep it clean. Yeah. So exactly. So so famous non-masturbator Mark Wahlberg um, put on his Instagram his daily schedule, and I can't tell if this is a troll or not because it seems completely fucking insane. Yeah, uh, let me just I'd run- say there's no fucking way. Let me there's just run- no fucking way. Let me just run down what Mark Wahlberg describes as his typical daily schedule. Is uh, it just one up one p.m. Don't masturbate. <laughs> Two p.m. Don't masturbate. <laughs> well, it's it's definitely the kind of thing that you would only do if you're not jerking off. Two thirty two thirty a.m. Wake up. What? <laughs> Already exactly. completely off the fucking deep end. Who's waking up at two thirty? When does he go to sleep? <laughs> We'll get there. Okay. We've got oh, a lot my. in between bed, oh my God. waking up in bedtime. 2.45 a.m. prayer time. No, fuck off. Oh, shut That's up. That's jerking off. That's him jerking <laughs> off, for sure. 3.15 a.m. breakfast. So half hour of prayer, which seems like a long time to pray. I don't think... Yeah, like, that's ridiculous. What does he have to pray for? Even, he has everything. Yeah, even Muslims only pray like five, ten minutes, you know? <laughs> uh, God is great. All that. They're done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 3.40 to 5.15 a.m. workout. Okay. 5.30 a.m. post-workout meal. Mm-hmm. 6 a.m. shower. 7.30 a.m. golf. Get the fuck out of here. He plays golf on the daily? 8 a.m. snack. So I assume that's wall golfing. I don't know. Hard to say. Wait. Also, he, he you're trying to tell me he works out every single day? He doesn't have any off days? Apparently not. I mean, typical day. He didn't say. I mean, there might be an off day in there. That he's not telling us about. What, at what time? At w- what time of the day does he ask people to say hi to their mother for him? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, nine so thirty a nine thirty a.m. cryo chamber recovery. Uh huh. So he only mm-hmm. golfs for two hours, at most. Which you know maybe you get nine holes in, or I can't. Maybe he's got one of those electronic golf things in his house. Oh, that yeah. seems more likely. Or maybe he's playing it like on Wii or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ten thirty a.m. snack. 11 a.m. family time slash meetings slash work calls. <laughs> he lumps all of those things in together. Yeah, all the all the good <laughs> stuff is uh, takes place between 11 and 1. 1 p.m. is lunch. 2 p.m. meetings with and more work calls. Uh, 3 p.m. pick up kids at school. 3:30 snack. Wait, who took them to school then? I don't know. Probably his lady. Mm. Or you know the he is Danny. not picking his kids yeah. up at school. <laughs> Uh, is he married to a fellow celeb? Yeah, who is he married to? I don't think, no, she's not a celeb. Hmm. Uh, 4 p.m., workout number two. So he's oh, doing, come on. He's doing double he's, days. He's full of shit. He's 100% full he's of shit. He's doing two workouts and golf. Uh, five, and golf? Yeah. 5 p.m., second shower. Which I mean, 5.30 p.m. He didn't PM mention bl- the first one. <laughs> yeah, no, 6 a.m. is his first shower. Oh, it was? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, okay. I noticed that he wasted, He waits until his post-workout meal to shower, which mm-hmm. I thought was weird. 
Yeah, you want to get that sweat so off. So far, you. he's done more in a day than I have done this entire year. Yeah, I Ugh. mean, assuming this is real, which I feel like it's not. Five thirty p.m. dinner slash family time. He just ate. What? He's hungry again. <laughs> what do you know from hungry? Uh, what do you know from hungry? Seven thirty p.m. bedtime. So, oh, it's weird. I thought like seven thirty would be a uh, blind a Vietnamese man. <laughs> <laughs> 7.30 p.m. I think about Vietnamese for a while. I get myself a little fired up. Oh, he's so fucking full of shit. He goes so, to sleep at 7.30. So, well, how many get hours of here. sleep is that? 7.30 to 2.30. Oh, I can't Seven. do that, man. Seven, Seven hours? hours? Well, I mean, I guess. But why? Why would you do that? Well, what, my question is like... Why what? wouldn't you just shift your wake up to 5.30 and go to bed at 10.30? Yeah, like a normal fucking person. When like uh, he no doesn't binge watch Netflix ever. He doesn't fit that into his fucking schedule. Seriously, that this no, is the but life he leads. When he's acting, his schedule must totally change. Yeah, well, sure, but I mean, how often are you acting? And then you're not even but he's on doing s- like ten movies a year. Yeah, but you're not on set that long, and you know, what, it's like twenty days of shooting schedule, twenty to twenty-seven, something around there. What an sure. asshole. Yeah, seems like an asshole to me. I just hate it because, like, I wake up, you know, my schedule is, okay, 9 o'clock, alarm goes off. 10 o'clock, wake up. 10.30, turn on CNN. uh, 10.35, turn off CNN. (laughs) 10.36, go in the shower, listen to The Daily with Michael Barbaro. (laughs) Uh, 11 o'clock, get out of the shower. 12 o'clock, go back in the shower, listen to episodes of Michael Barbaro's The Daily that I missed. Uh, Catch up. Catch up on back episodes of The Daily with Michael Barbaro. So like 90% of your day is in the shower? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I spend a lot of time in the shower going, can't wait to get this day started. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I mean... It's it's really the the amount of stuff I don't get done before my shower is insane. It's like uh, uh, there's this there's this time in between like waking up and taking a shower that I'm like, oh, I have all this time in the world. Once I take the shower, then the day can get started. And then, you know, it's it's like it's like noon and I'm like a uh, time to shower. You know what it is? <laughs> all your I don't day have revolves a, around showering. I don't have a day job right now. And, when I had a day job, it was dope. It was like wake up at nine, you know, go into work, uh, get out by five, fucking live the dream. And and now now it's just I don't even know what to do with myself most of the time. Allison, do you have a full time job? No. What do you do most of the time? Uh, well, I try to wake up at a reasonable hour. What's a reasonable hour for you? Uh, I have, okay, I set my alarm for nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too. That doesn't mean I'm going to exactly like get out of bed at me nine. Me too, dude. That's, I don't get out of bed at nine. It I'm just like, lets just me kinda, know. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like. You got to get in that mindset. Right. It's like, okay, we're almost there. It's almost mm-hmm. wake up time. Yeah. So, you right. know, put her on sleep, let it go through a little bit. Yeah. Nine thirty, ten rolls around. I'm going to look at my phone for about a half an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check I'll, all my half emails. Hour. Mm-hmm. So when do you when do you slot in like your Tinder bumble time? Because I feel like, <laughs> you know, if you're doing that right, 
that's like probably two hours of a day. Two hours. I mean, if you're um, if you're adding it all up, probably. I mean, at this point, Allison's got to be pretty pretty efficient. <laughs> Uh, at yeah. it. She, she, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. not like spending mm. two straight hours doing it. She's like, she's doing, she's multitasking. She's yes, doing other exactly. things in the Thank day. Thank you. Yes. I'm very good at being lonely. So mm-hmm. I, I've mastered it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the great thing about Bumble is you get a bunch of matches and then you get like, you know, seven messages that just say hi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like, cool. I, I'm, I'm a hi. I don't give a shit. I'm a higher. I don't give yeah. a fuck. What? Am I going to waste brain power and you know, get crafting this clever message to someone who's not going to respond yeah i can't uh, i can't find fault with the method there i'm like just let's say hi let's see what happens mm-hmm. if he wants to talk to me he'll respond i don't That's need to true. i don't need to do this uh, uh what's your deal cool yeah. picture like what i don't well i mean i like the idea that the 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 promise of the app was that like no girls are gonna message you and it's like no you're still but they the, like, do. <laughs> ma- the male is always going to be the one that has to like do the little dance, you know, like, hey, yeah. check out my fucking awesome nest over here. Well, if you want to make a little love. Yeah. You got to do a Dude, little dance. That's right. If, if, I, was, if I was a chick, <laughs> if I was a chick, if I was a chick and I was on uh-huh. Bumble and uh-huh. I matched with someone, the first thing I would write is pitch me. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's too And LA, then just man. wait. Yeah, because I mean that's basically what high means. It's like, all right, what do, what do you got? I I did Which, get like a broken English one that was just a list of demands where she's like, <laughs> "That's <laughs> how tall are you? How long was your how long was your longest relationship?" And then that, I, forget, I forget what the third one was. That happened to me on J Swipe, and I and I deleted. Yeah. I deleted J Swipe right after that happened to me. I was like, "Nope, <laughs> I can't I can't do it." Man, that I is, can't uh, picture you with a Jew mat. <laughs> I, don't I, think. I he's been with I, one. I, really? He, I, I will have been with uh, a, a few, but uh, no, not someone so Jewish that they go to J Swipe for dates. You know what I mean? <laughs> like not someone who's like. Her, opener, if you're, her if you're, opener is just. Did you taste the soup? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> taste the soup. Did you taste the soup? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried J Swipe for about ten minutes and was like, I, I can't. I'm out. Because it's people who are looking for like, like already they've met one criteria in that like my family's gonna like you. Yeah, and, and if you uh, give a fuck about your family, that's like if a you give a turn off. Yeah, if you give a fuck <laughs> about your family, it's yeah, it's I'm not I'm not into it. It's just gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Major turnoff. It's a major turnoff mm-hmm. when they're what like, if I you just, know, what if I love my family but I don't want to spend any time with them? Yeah, that's I that's mean that, that's normal. Yeah, that's the way I feel about my family. They're great. You're not trying like, to please them you through know, who you're dating. Six or seven hours is my like upper limit of like amount Oof. of like extended, you know, time that I want to spend with them. That's a lot. When, yeah. when people tell me they go on vacations with their parents, I'm like, what? I know. Are you I know. insane? I would. I. I couldn't. I couldn't. I mean, I'd love to. I'd love to be. Well, yeah. I think part of it for me is that I'm an only child, so like I got to do all the conversational heavy lifting, and it's a lot <laughs> oh, of like God. being asked about me and my life and why I don't have kids and stuff yet. Oh, my man. dad and I would kill each other. There's no way <laughs> yeah. we could survive a vacation together anymore. Not not at this point in uh, in 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 the world and in, in politics. Yeah, he, I remember. He, 
He's remember- trying to get me to read this book, Suicide of the West. <laughs> yeah, Jonah Goldberg. Oh, God. He really <laughs> wants me to finish it. I finally started it because he, he kept yelling at me uh, about how uh, socialism is bad and how I need to read this book. <laughs> yeah. And it's it would be good for me to read other perspectives other, other than the propaganda that I'm getting every day. And I was just like, I literally caught you watching a Prison Planet video. Don't tell mm-hmm. me about propaganda. Well, there's times uh, when I'm like, all yeah. right, I will... Uh, I will you know, I, I will I will watch the thing that you tell me to watch just to get out of my bubble, but it's always terrible. Mm-hmm. Like someone tweeted a thing at me where he's like, did you watch the video I sent? I click on it and it's like a 25 minute animated video of people talking about God knows what and where it's all, it's like right wing irony, which I just, mm. I, don't oh, even know the worst. I don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to sit through more than 15 seconds of that. Yeah. Sorry. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah, no, I I mean, and what's worse is this is like an entire book. Like, like I literally downloaded the audiobook so I could fucking get through it faster. And it's 15 hours. I'm still like only five hours in. And we he's already... stop apologizing for being white and for being... <laughs> yeah. We're... Our civilization's good. Other oh, it's ones, so much... Other it's ones so much... are just... Ha- all they got is dirt. You want us to have dirt too? It. I don't it's, think it's, so. It hasn't even gotten there yet, but so far it's just it's worse because it's is Gary like, from Fremont. I don't think that we should have to blowing <laughs> up. Listen, <laughs> I just think diversity is a lie. Uh, I'll hang uh, up and listen. Hey, this is Gary from Fremont. Um, I just want to uh, bring attention to the uh, to the white genocide happening in South Africa right now, and uh, just to say that uh, if we mix with the mud people, we all become mud. All right, thank you so much. If you could just tell that to the host, that would be great. All right, Gary from Fremont, over and out. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. Anyways, I yeah, I couldn't I couldn't spend an extended period of time with my with my dad at this point. I, I literally of, had, had to yell at him via email. Speaking of dads, go see that? on. You hear that? I I don't You're ever so good do, at this. I don't ever do segues without pointing out how good my segues yeah. are. That was a great segue. <laughs> Although I don't know what we're about to talk about. Um, so. Speaking of dads, uh, we got an email question about Norm Macdonald, which I wanted to talk about anyway. Mm. What does that have to do with dads? Because he feels he's like he's, he's very dad-like. <laughs> Norm Macdonald feels like a dad to you? Yeah. <laughs> I wish Norm Macdonald's my dad. If Norm Macdonald was my dad, I kind of feel like Norm Macdonald <laughs> is low key my dad. You know. He's just g- gambling away yeah. your college fund. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I, re- I remember when he told a story on Corolla about how he, <laughs> this is, feels like the most un Norm Macdonald story, but he was telling a story about how he was fucking his neighbor's wife uh, in the ass while the neighbor was out in the, in the yard mowing the lawn. So he specified in the ass, huh? Yeah. Well, it's like he got through the whole story. Well, it's like, it's like you never know if he's kidding or not. And he got through the whole story and he's like, yeah, and it was, uh, you know, it was in the ass, too. It <laughs> 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 makes so much more sense that that's how he conveyed that. Yeah, of course. And it's, oh, that is, God. That's Norm. very good. That guy is just like, he's the king of just having like the best kicker he's on got the, a, the joke. He's got a great like deadpan delivery on some shit that you wouldn't laugh at under any other circumstances. Well, I know I've talked about it a lot on here, but I mean, the moth joke is just like, oh, great. To me, I'm yeah. like, where could you possibly go from that? Yeah. That's like the high watermark of comedy. It I is, think that's it, where yeah, he hard- peaked, though. I, you got to read his his memoir is like so amazing on it. It's oh, his like memoir a, is the funniest thing ever. It, it, it's like a it's thousand really moth jokes. 
it's it is so fucking good and then yeah it's things started going good for him and then he got this uh you know the netflix show where they took you know norm mcdonald live and now they're doing it yeah which is a no-brainer like of course you should give norm mcdonald the netflix show You'd think that, but uh, I mean, some uh, inside baseball, behind the scenes knowledge. Uh, the show uh, uh, was kind of a nightmare to uh, to to work on from from uh, the, the people who will not be named uh, <laughs> saying so. And then when this came out, I was like, "Yeah." Did you know, it have the, to do it, with your uh, with your suspicions about opiate addiction? No, no. It had more to do with like kind of his. Uh, his kind of secret right-wing reactionary kind of mo, like he he is uh, definitely like he's a low-key conservative. Uh, I, I don't think he's super like uh, he's not a very political guy. Mm-hmm. So for for him, like I've seen him talk about how uh, Jordan Peterson is is great and oh. uh, and like so what's me, his let, name? Let me set this up with the email question. Yeah. Although Norm has been one of my favorite comedians for as long as I can remember, he's always had this disappointing right-wing streak. He used to constantly push far-right conspiracy theories about the Clintons and once implied Barack Obama is the Antichrist. Luckily, he, for the most part, keeps it out of his stand-up and his fantastic book. I'm not sure why I wrote this. I think I'm happy I'm not the only one conflicted about Norm MacDonald anymore. Uh, So then then this week, um, he started off with an interview with The Hollywood Reporter. And yeah. I'll, I'll read you some of that so you can contextualize it because he got a bunch of shit for it, but I don't like I don't think people really knew what he actually said. Um, right. They're asking him about the uh, the Trump election, and they said, "Is it as bad as you feared?" Uh, not at all. I don't know anything about the Constitution, but it seems that the framers of this republic figured out how to make it bulletproof to this kind of interloper. I don't know what lasting damage you could point to, except you know the Supreme Court judge nomination which is certainly not an anomaly. I mean, a right-wing guy is going to put in a right-wing guy. Uh, what mm. about all this emboldening of racism, though? I live in L.A. where I'm always faced with the lunacy of the left. I didn't know that the same lunacy existed on the right, so I never really bought into this notion that everybody is racist. Because there was a black president, you know? But the Sasha Baron Cohen show has been a frightening eye-opener. I was also in, <laughs> oh, God. I was, I was also in a bubble, but in a different way. I guess everyone is a fucking idiot. Everyone is an ideologue. Hopefully the pendulum will slow down in the next four years. Uh, And swing back towards liberalism? Not necessarily. I'm happy the Me Too movement has slowed down a little bit. It used to be 100 women can't be lying. Then it became one woman can't lie. And that became I believe all women. And then you're like, what? Like that Chris Hardwick guy I really thought got the blunt end of the stick there. Uh, What about when someone admits to wrongdoing? Uh, the model used to be admit wrongdoing, show complete contrition, and then we give you a second chance. Now it's admit wrongdoing and you're finished. So the only way to survive is deny, deny, deny. That's not healthy, that there is no forgiveness. I do think at some point it will end with a completely innocent person of prominence sticking a gun in his head uh, and ending it. That's my guess. I know a couple of people who this has happened to. Uh, yeah. Um, which, that last part, I kind of think, yeah, he's got, you know, there's something to that. Yeah, but it's it's everything leading up to it kind of, you know, it, it points out the the worldview that I kind of suspected that he had, yeah. which is mm-hmm. basically all this like, left wing lunacy. Yeah. So for, for, for every like kind of, uh, He's you know, giving me like libertarian vibes. Totally. Yeah. Oh, for sure. yeah. yeah. Big time. But at the same time, like I'm OK 
with uh, Norm Macdonald being like the one like non woke person that I fucking can still laugh at. Like I'm okay with that. Like I don't. Yeah, have no, to, I I don't I don't I don't I have don't a need... problem. It, just, it it has more to it's do. Humor so non political and yeah, being being just silly and stupid and doing anti comedy and being a non political is I'm super I'm super down with that. The only problem is is just uh, when stuff like this comes out, it just kind of like it it, it just it bums me out because I'm just like God damn it. Norm, yeah. you know, I just want you to. I want to. <laughs> it makes it I harder for me like to want to enjoy that person. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. I mean, it, but it was really funny because he's like talking about how uh, he's sad to see people like go down for saying one or two things, and then he said that, and then this whole week, like he had to, he had to go. He went on Howard Stern and he was apologizing for it, but he said uh, you'd have to have Down syndrome not to feel sorry. <laughs> Me too. Uh, you'd have to feel Down syndrome not to feel sorry for uh, the victims of sexual blah, blah, blah. Uh, me too is what you want for your da- daughters. And you want that to be the future world, of course. And I meet all kinds of women with terrible stories, blah, blah, blah. So then, so then he had to go on The View the next day and apologize for the apology, which is pretty great. I can uh, just see him doing it with that smile on his face. Yeah. The Cheshire cat smile. Down yeah. syndrome. I probably think of Norm MacDonald every single day. I probably <laughs> think of Norm MacDonald. <laughs> yeah. I was I was at work and and I was sitting through some demo where some somebody was this woman was trying to sell us a, some software and I'm just sitting there. Yeah. And I think she was actually just showing us what the software looked like from they were using the tool themselves. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy in there named Ken Burns. And I was just thinking about the joke where he said, like, you know, filmmaker Ken Burns has announced plans to create a documentary series um, of 50 movies, one for each state. <laughs> He reportedly came up with the idea while trying to bore himself to death. (laughs) (laughs) And so that I couldn't keep it together during the whole rest of the thing. I just had to sit there. There's so many stupid ass Norm jokes that I remember where he's like, uh... Uh, 10 people were sickened over the weekend by an outbreak of E. coli, e. coli at the Ben and Jerry's factory. Uh, yeah. They say they're unsure which flavor caused the outbreak. Uh, chocolate, vanilla, or uncooked pork swirl? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Wait, is that like weekend I, it, update? Yeah, or? yeah, okay. yeah, that's weekend. Yeah. 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 The Julia Roberts Lyle Lovett is... <laughs> The Julia Roberts, Ju- Lyle Lovett. Yeah, uh, where, uh, you know, they're Julia Roberts and Julia Roberts is now she's splitting from Lyle Lovett. She announced that uh, she had made her decision when she realized that she was Julia Roberts and he was Lyle Lovett. <laughs> nice. He loves that one. He always brings that one up. That's not my favorite joke yeah. of his. I'm like, eh, it's all right. Well, he explains in the book how, you know, he he sort of has this idea in his head that, that the platonic ideal of a joke to him is where the punchline is nearly identical to the setup. And so by that, you know, framework he yeah he's very proud of that joke i mean i get it it's a pretty good joke i it's mean it's pretty good i, I mean uh, you have to have down syndrome not to enjoy <laughs> that joke. <laughs> you know what yeah. you know what i was thinking about the the reason i think it bums me out because it, it's not like any comedian who has like right wing leanings or says some you know reactionary shit i don't hate all of them i realize it's just it, it depends on their style of comedy like bill burr is definitely uh you know way more right-leaning he definitely is like kind of misogynist and and whatnot but like because that's what his act is about 
and and it's okay to not agree with him it like it's it's fun and funny and he just makes those jokes hilarious he's able to be like kind of uh, political in a, in a way i disagree with and still be funny whereas like right. norm mcdonald is mostly just silly and mm-hmm. so when you see that silliness and and in with it is mixed like a a, a little bit of uh you know misogyny or or racism yeah. it's just like god damn it it's a lot more disappointing it's more disappointing for sure but uh you know well uh, we'll see what happens asked about the it. entire experience mcdonald said uh, this he's talking about his original uh, interview that he got in trouble for I don't like talking about politics. I find it boring. Everywhere I go, every conversation comes back to Trump and these issues. And I'm like, God damn, I just want to talk about how I have to wait three years to say, see Game of Thrones. I wish I never had to do an interview, especially a print interview, because they edit it and put it together and ask you questions that you maybe don't want to answer. And they put things together that you're saying. And I'm a fucking dumb guy. I get confused. <laughs> Interesting. Which, no, you're not. Shut the yeah. fuck up. That's the thing. He's not stupid. No, uh, he wrote I, a I, whole book where like half of it is like a parody of a Russian novel. Like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he holds his, some fucked up views. His worst but sin like, is uh, defending Chris Hardwick. So, Matt, do you think? I know, right? Like that—that's the hill you're going to die Chris on. Chris Hardwick here? is doing fine, by the way. Uh, yeah, he didn't get anything in trouble for yeah, that. Yeah, nothing. Was like, he's got happened. like two shows and that are like again, like if. If if it was like Louis, I can see where you're like, ah, I really like to stand up. It sucks that I like can't enjoy that for a right. while. But like Chris right, Hardwick, yeah. what the fuck did that guy do that you're like, oh god, I can't. Oh, I can't. He's talk the best the at dead. talking about yeah, a show he was after so the good show. At summarizing no one, shows. No one else could talk dead like Chris he's Hardwick. Re- he's really good at being juiced about other people's creativity. <laughs> yeah. You know. God, do people's? I, I mean, I guess I, people I'm love him. Question. Well, no, I, not only him, but that show. W- which one? Walking the, Dead or the Walking Dead? dead. Walking? Talking I can't believe people still watch that. You talking about? I'm talking about The Walking Dead. Yeah, uh, well, I can't. I can't believe people still watch that fucking show after the, it kept. I think I got seven seasons in, and I was oh like, God. I can't do this anymore. This yeah. is More a lie. Than seven seasons. I've never watched an episode because I don't give a fuck about anything zombie related. But like. Uh, the the Walking Dead is the nerd Grey's Anatomy where it's that show where you're like, <laughs> how the fuck is the show still on? Isn't right. the show been on for like yeah. 15 years? Yeah. Like, when I heard yeah, yeah. Grey's Anatomy was still on, I was like, what? Wasn't that show on when we were like in high school? Oh, yeah. show's on today? Yeah, yeah. still on. Oh they, like, they God. just Grey's canceled Anatomy it like st- this year. They canceled Grey's Anatomy? Or yeah, they said they were going to stop. I don't <laughs> no. remember. Yeah. I remember I remember having that feeling about ER and like oh, it yeah. was still on until I don't know fairly recently, right? I mean, I is it, well, I don't remember when it ended, but I thought it ended a while ago. Is it has it been on forever? Uh, I mean, I think it ended like uh, maybe a couple years ago. ER? Every every show on it. network TV is just like doctors who fuck. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. who has special <laughs> powers. Uh, well, we, grannies we talk who about rap. This. What? We talk What's about this one? in our group chat a lot. No, um, there's always about, old like, people doing. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, like we we talk a lot in the group chat about how, um, it, it, you know, watching football is like this horrifying window into normiedom where it, you, yeah. you're like, what? That's a show? Like God <laughs> texted me is a show? <laughs> Wait, I yeah. just started seeing billboards for that. What is that? Did you uh, say God, God texted me? me? Yeah, uh, God friended me. It's it's God an ad. And it's like. Me. 
Yeah, I, I, I just saw the ad during football, and I'm oh, like, what no. is this? Uh, yeah, and God basically, like, a guy a looks at his phone, thing. and it's like, yeah, and it's like, you have a friend request from God. Yeah, you face. up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, ER ran from... ER yeah. ran from 94 to 2009. Jesus God, Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember going, holy shit, that show's still on because it was like an ad during football and it was Noah Wiley was like still on it. And I'm like, that guy's still on that <laughs> oh, show? Holy Kill shit. Kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I mean, oh, man. But the way that the way they got it set up, those actors, I mean, yeah, they no, good make, money, dude. A fucking mint. Fucking good money. I mean, all those reruns. Like, if you're if, if you're in syndication, you're making money for the rest of your goddamn life. <laughs> you're like in the syndication. F- the, the folks on uh, Law and Order. Oh man, Sam Waterston. Oh, Law and Water- Order. Wa- Waterson. What's his name? Sam Waterston. Sam Waterson. Water- Sam Water. Yeah. Waterson. Waterson. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sam Waterson. That's okay. a weird name. What? It's a weird name. Water. Wo- you know, in Pennsylvania, say Wooderson. Sam Wooderson, Wyatt? Hey, Sam Wooderson. I don't know anything about Pennsylvania. Were you going over this- to you Sam, you're going to go over to Sam Wooderson's house? Is this a real well, accent? I'm going to Sam Wooderson's house, Wyatt. <laughs> is that a real Philly? If it, like, what is that? That's like, like Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? Yeah. Uh, all right. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh and- is where they say yins instead of you. It's Pennsylvania yeah. and Maryland, they do the thing with the O's where you're going over to the Stewart. Yeah, you get the, yeah, you're going over there. That's fucking crazy. I guess I've never been to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, we should yeah. go there. Uh, apparently, like, speaking of uh, CSI and all those bullshit shows, apparently a lot of those were like Les Moonves is doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. He was like, like he didn't want to... He didn't want to green light shows that had like, you know, powerful women, you know, a feminist shows. He just is like green lighting shows that were like beautiful dead women on yeah. a slab. <laughs> well, the supermodel has been stabbed 87 times. Yeah. The person who did it looked angry. I want to do it so that you can almost see her nipples. Like, That's the show I want. How do we save two and a half men? <laughs> yeah. How do we keep this yeah. show going? Uh, Put a so, dead chick in it. So the, uh, the creator of... Um, Design Two and a half men and a dead woman. <laughs> <laughs> the creator of Designing Women uh, wrote this piece about Les Moonves because she had she signed this huge contract right before Les Moonves got hired. Mm. And yeah. then he came in and like he kept her on the payroll for like seven years but didn't greenlight any of her shows. So she Right, yeah, like, yeah. This is this is what I was and, talking about. And uh it was a really good piece. I fucking there's nothing I love more than uh sour grapes, like creative sour grapes. Mm-hmm. And especially in entertainment because everybody's such a kiss ass because they're worried about the next person to give them work. Right, right, right. So when they finally go scorched earth and like talk shit on all the idiots that held them down, it's just like the most uh, cathartic thing ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, like this whole piece was just so excellent. Um, oh, I gotta read that. So this one, I'll just read you one paragraph of it, which I liked. Uh, For years, Moonves loaded up the network with highly profitable male-dominated series, always careful to stir in and amply reward an occasional actress, like the famous Patty Heaton or the irresistible Kaylee Cuoco. First of all, what the fuck does Kaylee Cuoco actually do other than being the one girl on uh, Big Bang Theory? Anyway. <laughs> Um, but mostly, he presided over a plethora of macho crime shows featuring a virtual genocide of dead naked hotties in morgue drawers with sadistic autopsy reports ratcheted up each week. Is that a missing breast implant, Lieutenant? Yes, sir. We also found playing cards in her uterus. On the day I officially parted <laughs> company with CBS, 
uh, the same day Mr. Moonvest said he would pay only a tiny fraction of the penalties, my incredulous agent asked what he should tell me. Mr. Moonvest replied, tell her to go fuck herself. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that guy sucks. And, yeah. and he still has his, uh, like his, his wife or something. Or, yeah. yeah. What is it? Carol? No. The Julie Chen. Julie Chen. She's like still on The View or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is great. Awkward. But the she was on... like defending him at first, and now he's like, oh, he can like eat a bag of dicks. Fuck him. <laughs> really? Yeah. But, but The View's on ABC, right? It's different. Or is it CBS? Again, that's another show where if you told me that it went off the air seven years ago, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that sounds right. No, it's, oh, it's no, still man. around. The oh, views is a staple. There. Yeah, it's a staple of uh, of American television. You Mom's need... got to have their news. Yeah, people who s- stay at home and raise the kids gotta gotta hear what Whoopi Goldberg has to say. Remember Sherry Shepard when uh, Barbara Walters asked her if she thought the world was flat, and she was like, "You know, I don't know. I'm too busy raising my kids." <laughs> yeah, like everyone cheered. That was the best. Oh my god, I never thought about it. Huh. Whenever people say that, they're like people that fly on planes. And I'm like, you can see the path of the, like, the, see the no curvature more, of the earth. There's no only more clear. You, yeah. Only if you look out the window and some people are too busy raising their mm-hmm. kids to look out the window. <laughs> Those bins. are all aisle seats. <laughs> yeah. All flat yeah. earthers, aisle seaters. It's on yeah. the screen. <laughs> <laughs> flat earthers are just people who've sat in aisle seats their entire <laughs> lives. <laughs> We're always going straight. We're never flying in a curve. I mean, yeah. I sit on the aisle. You sit on the um, aisle, yet yeah. you believe you believe that the the Earth is round. So maybe that's just faith, dude. <laughs> like if you haven't seen it with your eyes, oh shit! R- round globe. Maybe you is just your believe God. what you're told. And yeah. you're just a follower, dude. I am. You know, the only <laughs> punk rock thing to do anymore is be a flat earther. <laughs> it is pretty punk rock. It's like it's you know it's it's people who are like I just don't give a fuck about shit, dude. <laughs> that includes facts and science. Yeah. Fuck I don't fucking it. give a shit about shit, dude. <laughs> fuck that, dude. I don't fuck care what the guys. fucking man tells me, dude. We live in two dimensions. How about dude, that's that? That's why shit? I voted for Trump. That's why dude, I voted for Trump because he doesn't believe those. in shit. Fuck all those dudes, man. I, I also love that uh, the Twitter kept Alex Jones around for a long time until Alex Jones showed up at Congress and he started yelling at the guy from Twitter. Right. Oh, he's like, best. oh, he is bad. He's like, oh, okay. Jack. This is not hey, discourse. Did you, did you see the, uh, uh, well, the best James like- Adomian doing the impression? Oh, no. I did, that but it's like amazing. too it's like too real and too accurate. It's so funny. You're fucking crazy. Play it right now for, I for don't have all it. of Well the I best is like, Marco is totally defending. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like his yeah, whole position yeah. was essentially defending Alex Jones, and he's just like, You see, he doesn't have the courage. He doesn't have the courage to stand up. He doesn't have the courage to stand up for what's right for the First Amendment, or we're being silenced. <laughs> It's and Rubio's that, like, well, I think it's important that uh, all voices are heard on these platforms. And if they are deplatforming uh, conservatives, you know, I think that's uh, alarming. And it's really uh, doesn't set a good. Pr- oh, oh, you see what he's doing? He's just in the pocket of the, of the big government. <laughs> <laughs> God, he's so stupid. He Can can't you, like Alex Jones. He like he's just too stupid to understand when to shut up. Can you imagine being uh, 
having having the uh, self confidence to show up to Congress to be like, you know what the real problem is? Someone took away my check mark on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, like your enti- like your entire uh, political your entire entire political point is that you're you should be getting more views and like you're yeah. not getting enough likes. Someone has stolen my faves and retweets. Yeah, politics is all about posting now. It's yeah, like all it really because is. it's all like complaining about the mods and yeah, it really like, is just complaining about. I the mean, because and and literally like the whole shadow band thing is from like the earliest days of like mod stuff because <laughs> yeah. because like some like nerd who's like administering you know mm. the um you know the antique aircraft forums yeah the fucking you message know, board like yeah. message board like doesn't he doesn't want to be like hey hey we discussed it we're kicking you out he's like right. well I can just program it so no one sees his post right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that would happen like the, all these like Lakers forums, and I'd be like, you know, writing and be like, how come no one can hear me talk about Anthony Peeler's contribution to the 1994 Lakers? <laughs> Anthony Peeler, most underrated basketball player of all They're time. They're censoring N- my Cedric Sabalos takes. <laughs> Respond to me, cowards. <laughs> cowards. Yeah, man. Uh, and now people take it so seriously that it's like they're like, this is a freedom of speech issue. What was that one? Laura Loomer like got up and started talking and uh, uh, during yeah, like, that. Save us, President Trump, before it's too late. Yeah. yeah. And then the guy started doing the auctioneer voice. The auctioneer it. thing. Which yeah. Which is amazing. Just, uh, it's a weird it was very strange the whole scene was like what the it was, fuck is happening I, it was it was and it was also just deeply embarrassing yeah, yeah like but, it was yeah. just deeply embarrassing that's a pretty good redneck shutdown though if you just start doing the, uh, the yeah that's voice. why I, I liked it like i was torn at first and then i'm like yeah. yeah that's just like good kind of like he's well what he's doing he's, he's kind of filibustering yeah yeah, you yeah, know? yeah but he's doing it yeah he's doing it in a real kind of folksy way yeah it's kind of it's because it's an impressive it's an impressive skill to to be able to yeah, do that. Yeah, well, because apparently he, he like, that's what that guy did yeah, before he be, was Yeah, like, I assume. Yeah. yeah. It'd be crazy if he's it like, no, like, he's born this way. Hey, if you're south, you can just do that. Yeah. <laughs> How does one discover it's a talent for auctioneering? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Is, Is there, like, a like, class you can take? Yeah, yeah, yeah we got 35 Like, you just have to make words, but not words. It's basically, like, Matt doing Eminem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just discover one day that oh shit, you know I've got this talent. Although I do feel like auctioneers could probably spit fucking hot fire if they mm. ever, you know, <laughs> got over really their hatred of eating pussy. You think? Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Oh, I've got like, <laughs> oh, oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I do the alphabet. Oh, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. It, it, it was a cool. It was a. It was a good shutdown. Anyone shutting down Laura Loomer? I. I'm one of the people. I, I've been blocked by her. I don't even really know what she's about. I just know she's an idiot because every once in a while I'll just see something really stupid. Like, yeah. Didn't she? I, I. The thing I remember about her is she posted to Twitter like a a photo of a broken bottle in New York and was like tagged like ny at NYC gov and was like. Of course, you're not going to do anything about this. Disgraceful. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like yeah. Something really stupid. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah what yeah. are you? 
what, I had uh, to try really hard not to find out anything about her, but uh, then someone pointed out that she was the one who claimed that people slashed her tire and that she, and she oh, posted yeah. like a picture of it on Twitter. But then mm-hmm. like it was all worn, like the sidewall was all, like you could tell it was just an <laughs> old ass tire. Oh, <laughs> Somebody destroyed my engine by not putting oil in the, <laughs> in the car for fucking yeah. years. The government's keeping God. me from paying my child support. <laughs> it's just the easiest grift in the world. You just oh, have to be so like easy. a female who's like, oh, yeah, well, what about Hillary Clinton? And uh, just like 8 million horny 65-year-olds are like, yes, this young woman speaks the truth. <laughs> or that, what's that gun chick in uh, from Kent State oh, with the, oh, with with the, the hair down to her ass? Curly I feel like hair. everybody with hair down to their ass should just be like, Locked up preventatively. Oh, like is, is that the one who got? Is that the one who quit Turning Point USA? She quit. Yeah, and she was at the diaper rally, and then uh, she quit, and then like, wait, why? Uh, because not probably because all the horny incels were trying to fuck her constantly. Yeah, I don't even remember why. It, basically, it was like a pay thing. Like she was like. You know, she was basically saying that like she had worked hours and not gotten paid, and <laughs> you're not paying like me that. enough for my performative obnoxiousness. Yeah, you're not paying me enough to say that women yeah. get paid equally. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you're paying me seventy five cents on the dollar to every man who says that women do not get paid seventy five cents to the dollar. That's uh, that's a fun job though. I I feel like I I still have time in my life to to you know pivot to right wing crazy mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you can, well, it's and, never and you're, too you're, late you're, to pivot to right-wing craziness. That's you're the, Jewish and you've spent time in Israel, so you can really take that angle. Oh yeah, I would love to <laughs> completely do a heel turn on Israel and be like, "You know what? The Palestinians they 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 don't have any humanity. Yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> I, I mean, but you know, well, that's speaking of Turning Points USA. I mean, wasn't it Charlie Kirk who was like, yeah. well, Palestinians like living in filth. That's the problem." I, it was either Charlie Kirk or <laughs> oh, uh, what's his name, Ben Shapiro. That sounds like oh, something right. Ben, ben Shapiro. Shapiro. It's, it's the same it's type Sorry of for fucking slandering Charlie mayonnaise, can, fucking white dude. I can never keep straight which one is like the disgustingly gawky one and which one is like the elf. Charlie Kirk is the gawky. And Ben Shapiro is the elf. Charlie Kirk had a great tweet that was like, there's two genders. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. (laughs) (laughs) I just love like he's so good. And then like he led a, a, a rally at some school and it was like, how many genders are there? Two. <laughs> How long has it been this way? Always. Like it's just. Oh, it's so good. They live for that shit. I man. know. It's just so. It's so funny. Like imagine. Just imagine caring that much. But well, mm-hmm. and then of course it gets into the whole. You know, like does he care? He is. He, he's just getting paid. You know. Right. But still. yeah. We don't have to care about that anymore. I feel like that's no, it. no, no yeah, fuck that. Two years yeah. have ta- taught us. Um, yeah. So, getting back to butt stuff, which is what yeah, we really my do favorite best. subject. Lum 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 lum. Go ahead, listener Adam, who's been uh, providing us with uh, tales of butt stuff from the emergency room, has got a. He's got. He sent us butt tales volume three. We really need a a bumper for the butt, butt tales. Ooh. <laughs> Every polyp, every anal wart, butt tails. Woo! Uh, tails yeah, of caring, do bad, and good fuck tails. Woo! <laughs> yeah, Work, workshop uh, that. Hey, um, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start, man. Yeah, it's good. Hey, um, Luge McDuck. 
not not every fuck. First of all, Splooge McDuck, very good. Mm-hmm. But not every riff is going to be uh, oh, awful hot coffee pot. Oh, the porno Ducktales with Splooge McDuck. How is oh, someone has to have made that? Someone get Wood Rocket on the phone right now. Yeah, Splooge McFuck. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry, here's the email. Uh, While many embarrassed men will make awful excuses and blame their dog about their butt woes, sometimes people have the courage to tell the truth. A 15-year-old was brought into the ER by his mom after the duo failed to retrieve a Sharpie that went too far up that butt. When Mm. asked why he stuck it up there, he responded with a dismissive tisk and a tone of voice that was was reserved for only the most obvious answers. Because I'm gay. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> he then got oh, that Oh, was stuck. he af- I love I love that he was low key offended. He's like, "Um, cuz I'm gay?" <laughs> Obviously. It's like, "Whoa, whoa, slow your roll, buddy." Like straight people put sharpies up their butts too. Idiot. Yeah. yeah. Uh not all not all straights. Hashtag. Not all. Yeah. Uh he then got that sucker retrieved with the help of a surgeon. The marker, the giant handmade butt dildo, and most lost items are able to be retrieved without actually cutting anything open, but often anesthesia is used, used to really get up in there. <laughs> I hope they took it out and then they drew a dick on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's the rules. <laughs> I mean, you got a passed out person and a sharpie in your hand. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, At on. some point, instinct just takes over. Yeah, <laughs> only, only if he went into, into anesthesia with his shoes still on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, also, can you touch on the peak podcast content of Crystal Corner invading Hard Knocks, which Brendan, I'm yeah. sure you saw. Yes. Yeah, there was a guy who's way into crystals. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. He on the football team. On the Cleveland Browns. He's a Stanford guy, uh, and he's into crystals. I really White pulled, dude? Oh, hell yeah. I this is going to get me into football. Yeah. He's of indeterminate origin. His, his right. dad kind of looks like a Long Island sort of dude yeah um he's very handsome and i think he's got i think he's mixed race he's got that yeah uh, he's yeah he's he, he looks very sort of he, I, he looks I like know. a mashup he's I like don't you know, know when I mixed s- race really goes right he's yeah. got that look to him <laughs> my girlfriend <laughs> yeah i gotta mention her at least once a podcast okay, we get it you have a girlfriend <laughs> you're in a relationship yeah. Yeah, yeah we're in love dude we yada, i sleep so yada. good <laughs> Brendan, what did you think of this season of Hard Knocks? Oh, I thought it was a great bounce back. There's been some really bad seasons lately. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought there were some good characters. In fact, I actually think Baker Mayfield is really funny. I, I know yeah. Baker Mayfield is really funny. Um, and he got a lot of FaceTime in the first couple episodes. And it felt like that sort of fell off, um, which I thought was a mistake. But uh, still, it was. I was glad to have him. Uh, Brogan Roback. Uh, been following him <laughs> since his days at Eastern Michigan. Oh, I've been That's a big fan for a long perfect time. Perfect name, Brogan Roback. Brogan, Brogan Roback. Yeah, Broby. Um, yeah, been because uh, well, so for for you college football heads out there, uh, if if you're if you pay attention, you, you know who Brogan Roback is because uh, yeah. I mean the guy he looks like he's got bleached blonde hair. I don't think it is bleached. Uh, and his name is Brogan Roback, and he's a yeah. quarterback. He has the That's... lightest naturally blonde hair I've ever seen on a man. Yeah, yes. What is with the plague of pale quarterbacks? Mm. You mean like white? No, but not not just white, but like extremely pale. Like you got you got quite a few gingers out there. I mean, Nick mm. Foles. Glennon. Uh, Glennon. What's the, uh, the Bengals Dalton. guy who actually looks like a tiger? 
Andy Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton. You know, yeah. whenever I play the how come game on stage and I do how come Q, it's always how come quarterbacks are white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at some point, at some point, I'm going to click on it because yeah. I, I am kind of interested in that. I, mm-hmm. I'm sure it has something to do with the uh, generational racism, but I have not, I've not actually, white, but like extra white. They're all like yeah. whiter than me. I've always wondered the same question, but with the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Utah Jazz always kind of had a, a pale squad. Well, I feel like for a long but, but time. if you were black and you wanted to play quarterback and it was before the year 1997, yeah. like you were shit out of luck. Yeah, that's like crazy. It, like it didn't happen. Damn. So it is a race thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. But I, so, I do think I do think there's a non-racial factor uh-huh. um, that contributes, and one of which is white people have an extra bone that makes them throw better, uh-huh. extra <laughs> extra shoulder muscle. Uh-huh. Um, no, it's that uh, a lot of these guys they're just coming from these like they're all started so young and yeah. so there's guys who you know um their families have more money than they know what the fuck to do is so they have a personal qb coach when they're eight years old yeah and yeah. so you know and so the kids that can't afford that are at a disadvantage right right, I right, mean, right perhaps right. So, like no position in all of professional sports benefits as much from like you know money and study than exactly same. I mean, it's because it's you can make the same argument for like golf and like tennis and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So, so it's a similar thing. And and not not to mention, you can't also ignore the factor that a lot of these guys who are the QB coaches are old or like ex college and NFL players. Yeah. So their friends and agents and and you know their connections from wherever they went to college, like they can just call this person. They can call those people and say, "Hey, come take a look." Yeah. Um. You know, and so it's easier. And it's not that like just being with that coach is going to get you noticed by colleges, but like, I mean, if you've got like, you can make a call to someone personally that you know and say, "Hey, I think you should check this guy out." Like, yeah, you're going to get noticed, right? Yeah. So some connections too. Yeah. Exactly. How about Damn. the fact that they had an entire episode? dedicated to the fact that Tyrod Taylor's name is Tyrod and not Tyrod. That was mind-blowing. And yet every fucking game I watch after that, they still call him Tyrod. They've been calling him Tyrod since he's a Virginia Tech. That was like it, it like it's always been Tyrod. And then um he this, like made an offhanded comment where he's like, Well, my mom calls me Tyrod or you know, something like that. So this is a whole they did a whole episode on this? There wasn't a whole episode. Okay, all right. I mean, it was a prominent part of the episode. Mm-hmm. And I respect what? that because like when whichever way people pronounce my last name, I'm like, all right, that's fine. I don't give a shit. Like Wait, you who pronounces do it? it wrong? What's what's the wrong yeah, how do you what's say the pronunciation? It? Well say I, I say Mancini. Because there's a tradition of like, you know, there's a there's Boom Boom Mancini, the boxer, and Warren Zavon like even wrote a song about him. And he says right. and he says Mancini, and that's the way we've always said it. But like, And there's you also know, Mancini's Sleep Wait. World, and there's also uh Vincent Mancini, the well, bastard like, son of Sonny Corleone. But like if you see if you see an Italian mm-hmm. sports guy, they'll pronounce, they'll pronounce they'll mm-hmm. pronounce Capably. it Mancini because yeah. that's like the Italian oh, way, and every once oh, in a while, a Mancini. Every once in a while, someone will say Mancini, and I'm like, you know, if you want to pronounce it that way, like you're going the extra mile, that's fine mm. by me. I don't. Give a a, I really don't give a shit either way. So is it Cece's pizza or Chi-Chi's pizza? Oh, that's a good. Oh, question. Fuck. I don't know that. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Is, a it mancini. A, is it the bruschetta or is it the bruschetta? <laughs> Joey Zaza is wall. <laughs> Joey Zaza. <laughs> Joey Zaza. They think 
Well, I, 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 I think I'm out, and then they make me go inside again. Wait, hold on. I'll remember this. Just when I thought I quit the job, they hired me on contract. That really is that the line? <laughs> yeah. That's, wait, no. You know, keep keep trying. Okay. Just when I thought it couldn't get any worse for old, they asked me to stay on for a six month transition plan. <laughs> Oh, just when it, I thought life couldn't get any worse, they oh. cast me in Godfather 3. That really is a bad movie, Vince. I'm sorry. Oh, you had, I'm sorry you had to star in that. I need to watch that, that again. As oh. Andy Garcia. <laughs> Matt, speaking of bad movies, do we, do we have to talk about Stroker A since we watched it? Oh, God. I was hoping we could avoid it just because it sucked so bad. The death um, of Burt Reynolds. I, it made me want to revisit some uh, No, sure, sure. But I, I felt like Stroker Ace like wasn't it's is that a movie he's remembered for i don't i but wasn't what alive is he remembered this. for though he's remembered for the didn't he do a movie he's with a remembered monkey? for his star turn on celebrity jeopardy yeah <laughs> yeah he, he no was, that was clint eastwood that did the movie with the monkey you're talking about any which way oh loose? yeah okay no yeah. Uh, burt reynolds what did he do he did the one where he's uh smoking the band smoking the band yeah for. and then he did boogie nights and then he died mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was in between that? I mean, I, I he took you know, that picture naked. Yeah. On play a, girl. Yeah. Yeah. He played football, at Florida he State. Did that. He I played th- football. Mm-hmm. I feel wow. like he w- he managed to be like a larger than life personality while not doing really any memorable movies. Almost. Yeah. 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 Totally. I mean, he, like, he was just he was a prominent mustache haver and gum chewer. Yeah, he was a sex <laughs> yeah. symbol, and people were like, "Oh, uh, was he a prominent gum chewer?" By the way, oh, yeah. most, one <gasps> of the most confusing sex symbols. Like when I watched, so I watched when I watched Stroker Ace. I was I didn't know yeah. whether that whether I missed the Burt Reynolds era because I was too young mm. or because. Right. It seemed very specific to the South. Very specific. And like yeah, that's you, a good point. Like, if you're not a Southerner, you're watching it and you're like, what the fuck even yeah, is Yeah, what is this? this? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's a lot of, I mean, he's, you know, car movies. Is he a Southerner? He's a yeah, Florida he's from guy. Florida, yeah. He yeah. played ah. football at Florida State. Yeah. Yeah, one of my buddies played football at Florida State and he, he had to live in Burt Reynolds Hall, like his first year. Oh, they named a hall after mm-hmm. him? Oh God! So someone and like, he's like, he said, like he had this one moment where like Burt Reynolds just showed up in the locker room, and he's like, it was exactly like you'd think it was. He's like, <laughs> you know, chewing his gum, and he's like, yeah. hey, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And that was it. That hey, was him, Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. So yeah. is Burt Reynolds? Mighty hey, nice to, got on you. Nice to meet you. I need a female yeah. perspective on this. Like when I look at Burt Reynolds, I'm like kind of confused by his uh, his his appeal. Okay, let me let me. I gotta. Like his, I mean, he's like really. Le- I guess he's got that like sparkle in his eye, but he's also got like very uh, like hot mechanic hair. I guess you would call it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. You hot know what? Mechanic hair. <laughs> yeah, like he's like he's got mechanic hair. Like if you had a mechanic who was like you know kind of your like sexy mechanic. <laughs> Like he's like he's got the kind of hair that it looks like they modeled most toupees after. Mm-mm. See, okay, huh. I'm it, looking at some pictures of him now. It's like a weird little bubble on top of his forehead. Yeah. See, yeah, it's like I don't find him attractive, uh-huh. but I want to fuck him. Okay. You know All right. I mean? Oh, that's interesting. So that's let's, what can I'm you unpack feeling. that for us, Allison? He, he exudes the he exudes big dick energy. He's got big 
fuck energy. Yeah, for sure. He does. He does. That's true. I doubt. So he, he has was a big, big dick. dick energy before there was big dick. Big dick energy. He was the first. He was a prototype. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was him and M- Milton Berle was yeah, the Godfather <laughs> of big <laughs> dick right. energy. Yeah, totally. And for good reason. Yeah. So a little bit, uh, a little bit of background on Stroker Ace. First of all, he plays a moonshiner. Uh, who becomes a NASCAR driver. His name's Stroker Ace, because I guess people oh, just have okay. weird-ass names in the South. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, Did you lean so, over to Matt at the beginning and go, that's Stroker Ace? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> when you win the circle jerk, you get oh, the title oh, shit. of Stroker Ace. Full circle. <laughs> oh, that was a it's great when you, callback. It's when you bust in one I mean, stroke. It's not a, yeah. it's a Stroker Ace. You bust in one you stroke. You bust in one stroke. It's a Stroker Ace. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is not a NASCAR race kind of a circle jerk? Yeah. Oh, there we go, dude. Circle jerk. Yeah. Except um, everyone's going left. Everyone's going. That's true. So Whoa. the plot is that he's a NASCAR driver and, you know, he's too brash. So he's got to right. find a new sponsor and he finds uh, a chicken sponsor. Ned Beatty, who owns a fried chicken restaurant. I will say the movie yeah. made me really want to eat fried chicken. That's mm. about it. Totally. So mm. Ned Beatty owns like the competitor to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm. By the way, I spent the whole movie being like where the fuck is warren Beatty, and then thinking that ned (laughs) Ned Beatty Beatty was was yeah and uh and realizing late that uh i just don't know the names of people man right yeah Mm. so then uh uh, so then he gets embarrassed because he has to call his car the fastest chicken in the south right and And that's just one in a series of insults. He has to do an increasing, increasingly embarrassing uh, promos. Mm. Like it's where really, he's wearing it's a chicken really, suit. It's really a movie about the over commercialization of NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, really which is crazy because yeah, they're like you it know, just got worse. How, how do you over commercialize NASCAR? <laughs> Those exactly. guys have like. <laughs> You like could, you can't fit like another ad on their Exa- flight exactly. Suits. Well, what they did was they put Burt Reynolds in a chicken suit and they made him drive mm-hmm. the car in the mm-hmm. chicken suit. Oh. Um, and then the the biggest problem that I had with this movie is it feels like a very like sexy swinging seventies movie, mm-hmm. and there is not one there's not boob one in this movie. Wow. Not a single boob. Not a single. It's a lot of boob. cleavage. A lot of cleavage in the lot, movie. Uh, I mean, a lot of Elvira cleavage. shows up. Elvira, Elvira? Hey, Elvira shows I, I'm, up. I'm sorry. I, I just need a, a quick side note. I don't want to sidetrack this, but but a quick side note that I think is important. Um, I, I was probably in fourth grade when Boys in the Hood came out, and um, I was really excited to see it, and I found out that my friend had seen it, and I remember saying, how was it? And he goes, it's pretty good. There's three boobs. <laughs> nice. Is, yeah. is there three boobs in that? Is it just three? Yeah, because the, the fake sex scene with Cuba Gooding, you yeah. only see one boob. Oh. oh, yeah. You only see the side oh, of yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still appreciate Damn. that. Yeah. The side I'm is sorry. an underrated I'm... part of the boob. I always say that. I've heard you say the, that. So, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the under is too. I like the under part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then the um, Lonnie, Lonnie Anderson is in it, and she's like, uh, she's ned Beatty's secretary mm. right and um she's another confusing sex symbol i mean i guess i get it because oh no was, i get it i mean she had like a hot body but she also like her face looks like what michael jackson was going for like when he got plastic surgery oh yeah totally mm. like that looks like and she's got that just crispy fried blonde stuff that they did in the 80s right right yeah right. michael jackson by the way was going for uh disney's animated peter pan i don't okay. know if you know that Okay. Look Wasn't at that a, a picture. Fox? 
No, Peter. That Pan. was Robin Hood. Yeah, you're oh, thinking Robin yeah. Hood. Sorry. Idiot. Yeah. No, it's you're Peter right. Pan. Uh, if you t- if you look at Peter Pan, look at his nose shape uh, in the in the animated Disney Peter Pan, and then you'll see. Oh shit, that's what Michael Jackson was going. Oh, so they then, were married. To, yeah, they were married. Swear, oh. swear to so God. So then, so then, Burt Reynolds has this sexless sidekick, which I feel like is a staple of uh, these weird um, Southern movies that Burt Reynolds m- made. Like, didn't he yeah. always kind of have like a a ambiguously gay like sexless sidekick um in this case played by jim neighbors Mm -hmm. Uh, one one of my notes was i'm really glad that i missed the jim neighbors era uh Mm -hmm. oh he was he was fantastic known as as gomer pile not the full metal jacket gomer pile the actual gomer pile yeah he uh he's uh he's terrible i hate hate watching this guy he's got a dumb i loved him he's got a dumb crooked mouth and uh, he's not funny and he's played. They the point weird. out his crooked mouth in the movie, and you know what? I thought he was very charming. I could watch a whole movie or a whole TV show with him. It was weird. And then in the climactic sequence, uh, so Lonnie Anderson plays a virgin who also doesn't drink. I'm confused about what the plot of this movie is. The, so, so the the great thing about well, this was in 1983, but the great thing about movies between like. 1973 and like 1986 yeah. is that they didn't have to have any fucking plot not at all. Not much needs to like happen. Like they're really not not much needs to ha- I watched yeah. Halloween the other night. Like almost nothing happens in that movie. Like fucking Michael Myers kills mm-hmm. like three people and then he dies and that's the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um in this movie like the entire and plot And you never actually see anyone getting killed either. Yeah. In this movie the entire what but that movie at least had boobs. Like there was boobs from the start. Yeah. There was yep. boobs in the middle. You know they like mm-hmm. the, they spread them out a little bit, but you knew mm-hmm. like every 25 minutes I like it when they boob. spread them out a little bit. Yeah, yeah you yeah. got to yeah. spread. Yeah. Them. I like it when they squish them together too. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. I like when you spread also, them out. There's yeah. a little butthole there. <laughs> sure, right in the middle of the boobs. When you get a yeah, little dude. butthole right between the boobs. Yeah, dude, the that's where the extra perfect woman. <laughs> The perfect woman has a bottle right there. I like right it when they, they spread them apart and then there's just a third one in the middle. Yeah. So yeah. what I'm trying to say is that I really like Total Recall. Total Recall yeah. is dope, dude. Yeah. Um, so the entire plot is that uh, Burt Reynolds has to do chicken advertisements and he's mm-hmm. embarrassed by them. But mm-hmm. also he likes to have sex with women. That's his, yeah, that's his and he's thing. really but perplexed. But he falls in love with a virgin. He falls in love yeah. with a virgin. Aww. Who he tries to rape several times. <laughs> right. So The movie so, is insane with this so shit. So do you want to... Oh uh, like, all right, so there's two really uh, hashtag problematic scenes. There's one where um, he convinces her that the champagne that they're drinking is a special non-alcoholic type of champagne. Oh, my right. God. That he's bought from New Hampshire. Um, and he's and she's only saved by the fact that Gomer Pyle shows up and wants to start singing in his falsetto. I mean, spe- it seems like specifically talking about the Marine Corps. I, you know, he sings in the movie. He Is this sings a thing? A lot. Was this? Well, I mean, that was when he was Gomer Pyle. He was the singing Marine. And oh, he that's yeah. I never saw voice. the movie or the yeah, the show. It was a show. Yeah, the, but I do remember that Gomer Pyle could sing, and mm-hmm. then in this movie he sings. Mm-hmm. And he does have a gorgeous mm-hmm. voice, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. So he shows up specifically, by the way, to stop Burt Reynolds from raping. Like, like he knows that this is like a this is a pattern with him. Yeah, uh, so he's like an unsung hero, right? So then, in a later scene, kind of, she does get drunk. She ends up getting oh. drunk. And she tells uh, Burt Reynolds, she's like, I want you. And she starts disrobing. She goes to the other room and, and she, then passes she passes out. out. And then Burt Reynolds is like, oh, I just, I wish you were awake for this. Uh, and then, oh my God. And then he's like, well, you know, people don't sleep with their clothes on, do they? So he yep. like, takes her clothes off. 
and then and then he's like, ah, oh, but it's they say it's people like a, can die from like too tight brasiers. Oh, uh, yeah. So he starts talking about how he's gonna take her bra and underwear off, and then he and, he and doesn't then talking do- about talking about how he uh, if he, if he did have sex with her, would she even know? Yeah, he's like, like it's just he's like should I rap- play like, for laughs? Like says, should I ravish you or something like that? <gasps> It's all it's all played for laughs. None of it is 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 played for anything other than oh, isn't this kind of funny? He's thinking about raping her. <laughs> so but then, it's wild how chill that stuff was. Yeah, back then. so chill. Oh and my so god. Then, so then he uh, he talks about taking her bra and underwear off, but he doesn't. But then like the he, shot is like from right next to her boob, so it's clearly like they're you know they're mm-hmm. playing on titillation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, but then he doesn't <laughs> take her bra and underwear off. Mm-hmm. But he does this thing where he like mugs at the camera and then it like cuts to black. You don't really know what happened. And then in the next scene, she's at breakfast and she like asks him, you know, if, if anything happened and he's like, oh, nothing happened. And then she starts crying about what a sweet man he is. Oh, oh, (laughs) yeah, this movie feels icky. Oh, it's pretty. It's, oh my God. It's just one of those things where you're watching it and you're going like every, like you just can't imagine how much normalized rape there was in the 70s oh it's yeah like fucking oh, crazy yeah. ned, ned Beatty also like tears her like nightgown halfway off and like yeah he tries to rape her at kicks, one point she kicks him in the nuts and runs out of the room yeah and, and it's like doy oy oy oying and you're yeah. going like this is so much more serious like i hope i don't get raped by my boss today it's fucking crazy yeah it's it's yeah and it's like the fact that it's all just like supposed to be funny i'm just like man this is like this is what it must have felt like to fucking like I still haven't right. seen the jazz singer, but watching the jazz singer is probably very similar where you're like, man, that blackface sure is weird. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Neil Diamond movie. No, I'm oh, talking about the one Al with, Jolson. The, with Al Jolson where oh. he's in blackface. Yes. I was like, man, Neil Diamond, too. I got to <laughs> I got to trash those MP3s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I feel like the entire point of this movie was uh, like to hang. I, I will say the one saving grace is it seemed like people that were friends having fun and like coming up with an excuses, coming up with excuses for someone to have to jump into a pool. Like yeah. that was that was like the whole movie. There was like three slow motion shots of someone like crashing something into mm-hmm. uh, either the into pool, a pool or mm-hmm. a lake. Mm-hmm. It was basically like some buddies wanted to hang out by the lake and have some fun. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know. That part that sounds right. like fun. You can yeah. do that. You don't. You don't even gotta rape nobody. Uh, yeah, no. It's it's weird how much you don't have to rape anybody. Yeah. But, so it just seemed know. like people. But it's not not funny. necessary. Right. Yeah. Without the. How else would it be funny? Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That it is one of the funnier things that you can do to a woman. So it seemed like uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it seemed like the appeal of Burt Reynolds was that uh, he seemed like he was having fun with his good old boy buddies. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it maybe it was like the Apatow movie of its day, where a yeah. Burt Reynolds movie. Oh, it was just like that's an interesting you know, comparison. Yeah, because I was thinking it's there's true a though because they shitty... did a gag reel. He was like the king of the gag reel, wasn't yeah, he? Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He started the gag reel, I think, because like there's a lot of shitty throwaway comedies now <laughs> that you right. know, like basically two years after they come out, like no one remembers them. Right. And I feel right. like Burt Reynolds starred almost exclusively like in those kinds of movies. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you remember that show The State that oh, you know, yeah, Michael yeah. Ian Black and, yeah, 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 and yeah. Michael mm-hmm. Showalter on and Ken Marino? Um, yeah. They, they just 
they it was basically the sketch version of a cover song, but they did that for the Cannonball Two gag reel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always just thought that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. They've did that was that's the most underrated sketch it, comedy show. In, that sh- it was amazing. My favorite was they did a, a compilation album, and then every time they would be like in songs including "Sitting on, on the Dock of the Bay." <laughs> that was pretty great. Yeah, check out the state <laughs> on YouTube today. <laughs> That sh- that show is incredibly influential. Oh, it's a great uh, show in my comedic worldview. Great, great mm-hmm. show. Yeah, never liked Michael and Black. Still don't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't stand. They're I can't all kind of shitty now. I never sad. liked that guy. I don't know. He's just they- got like, this weird. He's got this weird, like pedantic. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've never liked him. Eh, he, well, he did that whole like give Louis a chance or whatever, and got a lot yeah. of shit. Did he for say it. that? That's a, of course yeah. he did. Well, he was always grandstanding, but finally he yeah. like, took a turn, and people were like, "Oh, maybe he's not like super smart, like he always pretends to right, be." Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know who I, think I just about can't a lot? stand his face. Not in the state. But he was on that VH1 I Love the Thing, uh-huh. which is right. how I found out about the state before I knew who the state were. Yeah, uh, it's how I found out about Michael Ian Black. The exactly. first time I ever saw him. Yeah, same. I think about Mo Rocca. I don't oh, know fucking. anything about him. What happened to Mo, I feel, man? He was I feel on the bad show for Mo Rocca. Yeah, he was on the while, Daily yeah. Show. I remember thinking, like, you look at, like, the peers that he had on that show, and then you, I saw him on, like... Doing something on the Game Show Network recently, or a few oh, yeah, years he's back, he's hosting like the ten thousand dollar pyramid or whatever. Yeah, isn't he? and really? I was just like, I mean, it's a job, so that's tight. I mean, we all gotta have a job, but fuck, dude, like, right? you just look at the fucking people on his, you know, in his yearbook of Daily Show, and you go, man, that's a bummer. You know, it's just I don't even think he was that bad. To, I thought it was kind of good. Comedy's always trying to keep a good Italian man down. <laughs> And I gotta support <laughs> my buddy, you know. Is is Mo Rocca Italian? I don't know. His name's Rocca. <laughs> yeah, and Mo Rocca does sound kind of like a button man in the mafia. So Mo is short for mozzarella. <laughs> mozzarella. <laughs> mozzarella ricotta. <laughs> mozzarella ricotta. <laughs> this is my brother Gabagool. Hey. <laughs> when we was kids, it was like, I'm walking here. And he was like, no, I'm walking here. And then we hit each other in the nuts. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well. 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 <laughs> what a fraught, you guys. What a fraught. What a Oh, what, what a fraught it was. What a tremendous. The biggest the greatest fraught you've ever seen. Oh, Let me tell you something. This fraught was wearing $10 shoes. $10 shoes. $10 shoes. Never forget the amount of money they paid for the shoes. <laughs> the thing I like about this fraught, it was the respect. He must have paid at least a nickel to get him shined. <laughs> oh, at least. Sorry, what? 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 I, what? I, I must have. I, I ran out of memories. I must be getting old. Oh. What were you about to say, Vince? Oh, I'll never forget what a great night it was. Nineteen sixty-eight. Ah, what? I was already seventy-four. I was seventy-four years young, and that I'll never the- forget the night. Oh, so I was there. Uh, <laughs> that was who the other, else was there? That was the other thing about uh, who Stroker else was Ace. There? I was like, this is Burt Reynolds' heyday, and he already looks like he's 57 years old. <laughs> yeah, but even when he was 57, he looked like he was 57. I'm sure his corpse no. still looks 57. Oh, absolutely not. He got the worst plastic surgery ever. <laughs> he didn't ever. age well, yeah. I thought he looked good. 
Maybe I'm thinking, what am I thinking of? Uh, uh, he was in Boogie Nights. He looked the exact same he looked in Stroker Ace. What's no. Uh, no? 83 minus 36? Oh, they, again with the math. 80, I don't know. I don't like know. 40, I don't know. Oh, he's 47. 47 in that movie. Oh, that, that checks out. Yeah, he looked about 47. 47 years old. But he was clearly playing a guy that was supposed to be like. It was about the time of the Industrial Revolution. It was the Industrial Revolution. The artisan, the craftsman was on his way out. Oh, I was reading both Locke and Rousseau. The cotton gin had just been invented. They just invented the Smith and Wesson. (laughs) And I had take one out for a test drive. The the shop's rifle had just reinvigorated the prairie. I had just shot. It was hard to kill buffalo before that. <laughs> we used to just run them down a cliff. But before then, that, you had to use your lance. Yes. You could Me and General shoot. Washington had just taken back New York from the British. <laughs> it, it was Yorktown. Oh, I'll never forget that day. I was there. Who else was there? Who else was there? Fuck! Benedict oh, Arnold, the great soldier. Benedict Arnold. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that's gotta go. good stuff. Flip, flip, flip. <laughs> gotta, gotta get go, out of here. <laughs> My soup is cold. <laughs> I got a tummy ache. I gotta get some Pepto. Do it. Brendan, you want to take us on out of here? Yeah, Allison, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. All right. Uh, Matt, anything you want to plug? Oh, what do I want to plug? <laughs> uh, the Dresden, Monday, uh, the 17th, uh, hmm. 7.30 p.m. That's oh, the time. Didn't, not didn't they go there in then. Swingers? Yeah, they went there in Swingers. Go there Monday. What? Is the there a Dresden. comedy show? There's a comedy show happening. Oh, your comedy and, show? Uh, a bunch of creepy My comedy bills. show. It's, I know uh, you new started a comedy show. Yeah, I started a comedy show at the Dresden, dude. And oh. uh, you should go. It's free and it starts at 7 30, a reasonable time, Monday, the 17th uh, of okay, September. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you can email us at fraudcast at gmail.com. Ooh, that didn't roll off the tongue like it used I know. to. I had to <laughs> You're I a little, little rusty. Bit there. I got him rusty. Uh, yeah, Vince, what's the Google voice number? 415 uh, 215-275-0030. <laughs> Oh, what a number. Fraudcast. What a number. <laughs> Patreon.com slash fraudcast. Donate to if help us live. If there's a sequence of 10 numbers that sounds sweeter, I've never heard it. Oh, we want 10 numbers in terms of donators on our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> 10 nickels, you could retire off Oh, that. you could retire. Oh, in my day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we got to get the fuck. All right. Uh, thanks for listening as always. And until next week. Good night and good chins. What chins they were. What chins they were. <laughs> Classic chins.